Make sure you're subscribed to Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for other podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. It feels like a difficult time for religious freedom, religious liberty. Just look at recent Supreme Court cases, and they have gone, and hopefully will go, in the direction of favoring religious liberty, but you never know. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Joining us to talk about a new poll on Americans and religious freedom, Derringer Dick. He is Strategic Research Associate for the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. The Beckett Fund publishes an annual Religious Freedom Index. Derringer, welcome. Thanks for having me on. What is Beckett's Religious Freedom Index? Well, every year we ask a nationally representative sample of about a thousand Americans a number of questions on religious freedom, on the First Amendment, and on religion in daily life, religion in public life, uh, religion and culture. And so what we're doing is we're creating a snapshot every year of Americans' opinions about the law, about the First Amendment, about religion and culture. And because we do this yearly, we can kind of track uh, and look for trends that change over time, you know, due to events, due to cultural changes. Uh, so it's really what we're, what we're doing is we're trying to illuminate the, you know, the, the national conversation by providing good data on Americans' opinions on religious freedom. What's the most remarkable result coming out of this survey this year? Well, we've got a lot of, I think, very interesting uh, results, but I think maybe one of the most remarkable is how strongly Americans support protecting Native American sacred sites on federal land. Um, oftentimes, uh, Native Americans won't necessarily worship in you know, a church building or a temple. Uh, they'll worship outside at these sacred sites that they've worshipped at for generations. And many of these sacred sites are now on federal land. And so we ask Americans, you know, do you support there being protections in place to prevent this land from being you know, used in some other way that might be detrimental to the usage of that uh, site as a sacred place? And we found that nearly 90%, 89% of Americans support protecting these Native American sacred sites. Just overwhelming, one of the things that Americans really kind of rallied around the flag for. And so that was, that was very uh, encouraging to see, it's very high numbers. How do we explain the market increase in the number of Americans supporting religious pluralism in the last two years? Yeah, that, that's a good question. We did see a very strong increase. This year, our, we score Americans on different aspects between zero and 100, zero being you know, very poor support for religious freedom and 100 being you know, the kind of best possible support. And this year, Americans scored an 84 on religious pluralism, up four points from last year and seven points from 2020. And I couldn't necessarily speculate on all of the causes for that, but I do know that when we dug into the data, one of the things that we found that I think was very heartening is that younger people, Gen Z, the youngest generation of Americans that we're polling here, their support has actually increased since last year. It lags a little bit behind some of the other generations as a general rule, but it's on the upswing. So I couldn't necessarily speculate as to why that would be, but I do know that part of what seems to be driving that is that younger people are more open to accommodating uh, beliefs of you know many diverse kinds, which is good because we live in a in a nation that's uh, full of many different religious practices. What particular religious freedoms do Americans support? You know, we we found that a majority of Americans tend to support religious freedom across the board. We asked twenty one questions every year about different aspects like religion, society, 
church and state sharing your religion, right, expressing your belief. And, you know, those tend to be just kind of general big picture questions. And we usually get, you know, at least the majority support on those different aspects that we ask about. But we also ask very specific questions every year. We found this year, actually, that we got strong support for those as well. So, like, one question that we asked, for example, was about a public university, right, and a religious group forming a club there and requiring its leadership to abide by their faith principles. This is actually a, you know, a contentious issue on some college campuses. But we found that you know, 73% of Americans supported their right to form a club that abided by its faith standards. So what we found really is that most Americans, generally speaking, will rally behind both the principles, but also the specific application of those principles. There are a few exceptions, but generally speaking, Americans actually have good impulses towards religious liberty. What did you discover regarding Americans' understanding of the First Amendment? Americans' impulses uh, may be good, but their ability to place the free exercise of religion as a freedom protected by the First Amendment wasn't great. We only got about 47% of Americans who could correctly place that. So that, you know, that was kind of disappointing. Certainly not a passing score. So how do we educate the public regarding the First Amendment freedom so that when asked, they realize that religious liberty is in there with freedom of the press and freedom of speech? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I certainly hope you know, that this is, this is one way to do it. Uh, people like you and I getting together and, and talking about this and uh, educating our fellow Americans. I also think that you know, there's a role both in the education system uh, and through uh, churches and religious communities. One of the things that we found when we dug into the data is that although it's not a very significant jump, people with more education, like people with postgraduate degrees, and also people of faith were slightly more likely to get the First Amendment question right. They're slightly more likely to be able to place free exercise there. You know, certainly I would hope that if, you, if you've been to college for four years, you know, studying this, you would be able to place it more than uh, half the time. But what we found is that even Americans with postgraduate degrees are only slightly more likely than chance. Only about 51% of them could actually place religious freedom in the First Amendment. So that was disappointing. I think that that maybe illuminates that there's some room there for educational institutions to do a better job. You had mentioned Native Americans, but what do Americans appear to think about religious minorities? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I think our Native American question was really one of, one of the highlights, uh, one of the most interesting ones. But we also did a question where we asked people to consider a hypothetical, whether someone who's a, a website designer who's asked to design a website for a same-sex marriage. And she has to decline because of her faith. And what we did is we split our sample, we split our question into three groups, and we asked a third of our respondents a question where this person was a Jew, and a third of our respondents a question where this person was a Muslim, and we asked a third if it was a Christian. And what we found is that across the board, we got about 69 or 70% support. So what this shows to me is that Americans actually think religious minorities should be treated just the same as everyone else. And that's really heartening news. How do we reconcile this survey's results with recent legal challenges to religious freedom that have made it, in some cases, all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court? Yeah, well, I I think it's worth going back to the poll that I just mentioned. You know, there's now a case before the Supreme Court, 303 Creative. That is very similar in circumstances to that question that we asked about a website designer. And so I, I think it's worth noting, you know, whatever the court decides, that there has been some polling done on this and that Americans do side with religious liberty on this issue. Why does religious freedom need a constant defense? That's a good question. I mean, I think all freedoms 
requires some kind of a constant defense. But there are some that seem to need more of a defense than others. You, you probably haven't had anyone try to quarter troops in your home. And I think one of the reasons that religious freedom specifically needs a constant defense is because people are always exercising it. People of faith, you know, they, they bring their faith to everything that they do, whether it's work, whether it's recreation, at home, at school. And so there's a lot of, a lot of points for people's faith, especially if they have unpopular, unusual beliefs, for it to kind of clash with prevailing societal mores or with government regulations. And so I think it's important that religious freedom have a constant defense. Because religious freedom is one that is exercised so often and by so many people. Darren Jurdick is Strategic Research Associate for the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. The Beckett Fund publishes the annual Religious Freedom Index. You'll find a link to this report at our website, issuesetc.org. Click Talk On Demand Archives. Derringer, thank you very much. Thank you very much. When we come back, Dr. Michael New will join us. There's new abortion data from the Guttmacher Institute, and it seems to, at least at first, contradict what the Centers for Disease Control has reported on abortion. Stay tuned. Thanks to our beloved on-demand listeners, Issues Etc. consistently ranks among the top podcasts in religion and spirituality. You can help us climb the charts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit the subscription button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. Help us cast Christ's net on the internet. Subscribe, rate, and review Issues Etc. today. It's the days before Christmas and the list is so long of whom to buy what for, so I'll help you along. Ad Crucem has gifts for all budgets and tastes. Our service is quick for shoppers in haste. Pop over to the website adcrucem.com for gifts focused on Christ where it's always belonged. Reminders of his work for saints in this world and his promises eternal yet to be fulfilled. Visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com. We love our on-demand listeners. You're listening to Issues Etc. Memoria Press award-winning Latin programs have successfully taught hundreds of thousands of students across the world. Their easy-to-use, step-by-step Latin curriculum provides students with an academic vocabulary, a mastery of English grammar, and strong critical thinking skills. If you're interested in learning more, visit memoriapress.com and save $5 on your next purchase by using the coupon code LPR23. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. Do you want your neighbors and community to see what you're celebrating this Christmas season? Why not display an outdoor nativity in front of your home or church? It's a great way to show others what Christmas is all about, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Check out the Outdoor Nativity Store at OutdoorNativityStore.com. Durable, affordable, and American-made nativities. OutdoorNativityStore.com. OutdoorNativityStore.com.